What's up, all? This is a fun bonus episode. Regular episodes come out Wednesday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern Time and 5 a.m. Central. But enjoy this quick, fun bonus episode. And please do subscribe or automatically download on whatever platform you're on to get the regular episodes that come out on Wednesday. These bonus episodes are going to drop random because they're fun. Kids love boobs. Kids Hello. love boobs. They eat Especially on from their, boobs. Especially on their animated garbage cans. <laughs> oh my gosh. They eat from boobs. They do. That's how you start off life. Boobs. That is so foul. I don't no, even know what to say. It's human nature. <laughs> That's how you start off. You suck boobs. So It's true. <laughs> uh, I got my big start thanks to the guitar player from Faith No More. Okay. And uh, I have no idea who. Yeah, I know. You are so young. <laughs> Faith Moore was the greatest band ever. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and I met Jim Martin backstage. We were playing this festival. Do you know who Motorhead is? I've no, heard of them. Not. I've heard of them. So we were both playing this festival that Motorhead was was headlining. And uh, and I was in a band at that time called Project 44. I'm going to name more bands that you don't know. Just, just I know Motorhead. Okay. Give me so mine. we were the cross. <laughs> we were a, I guess they're called super groups now, but that's such an obnoxious name. It was members of ministry in my life with a thrill kill cult. Was Project Forty Four. Okay. So we had the time of our lives. So uh, I see <laughs> your your your, uh, your producer is having the, the look on his he face. He really is, is way more entertaining dying. than yours. He's dying so, uh, right now. Red. He's so red. Right yeah, now. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> so a few people can I drop these names? I'm like I got my start with these bands, and, and they're like, what? Yeah, and all the girls I did are like, wow, that's cool. You met Usher last night, right? And Let's like, talk about that. <laughs> More ministry. <laughs> I was on tour with Sister Machine Gun. Do you not know who these people are? But anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, so I have a huge rock background, and I owe everything to rock. Okay. I wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for rock. No rock. one would be anywhere without rock. No one would be anywhere without rock. Are no you the no one. like typical rock star? Drug, sex, and rock you know, and roll I type was, rock star. And if you actually read rock star recipes, you I'd know the answer. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> oh really? So yeah, no, but uh, you used to be. I used to be. That's, your younger that was one year. of the whole reasons why I'd actually transition into that healthy lifestyle. Right. So to uh, detox. From yeah, the... back in the day, rock stars could just get as lit as they wanted to and party all day long and without getting and sued it, with complete impunity. Right? There's, <laughs> you just had the more screwed up you were on a set somewhere, everyone just put up with everything because there wasn't right. that much responsibility until. Until I would say the mid 2000s okay. when all of a sudden the world got kind of flat and you're doing interviews one day in Vegas. And then later that night, you'll have to do one for Bangkok via Skype right? or, you know, or via something like the world just got flat. So there's a lot more responsibility and now there's endorsement deals and that's more important than record mm-hmm. sales. Which is so bad. Yes. To even right? athletes, so, everyone, that's what everyone. you want so you, you can't You can't get away with it anymore. Yeah. You, you have to like put your party lifestyle. You'll you'll burn yourself out very quickly if you don't if you're not healthy or at least at least get some sleep. It's really a fun Buddhist story about choosing the right goals. An old monk and the Buddha were walking down the bank of a river. The old monk turns to the Buddha and says, Watch this. My decades and decades of meditation practice have given me the powers of levitation. I can float on air. It took my whole life to figure this out, but I've achieved my goal. Look. The old monk then sat down cross-legged and began chanting and breathing. Eventually, he rose up into the air and floated across the river to the other side. He shouted at the Buddha from the opposite bank of the river, See? Isn't that amazing? I did it!
And the Buddha's response was, Eh, that's nice. But why did you spend your whole life learning to float? You could have taken the boat across a river in less than five minutes. So with all the above said, I truly believe that once you put the human mind to the obsessive task of achieving a goal, it can be achieved. It takes work, effort, persistence, and everything else that motivational speakers and writers have been telling us for generations. The first task that needs to be addressed is to decide on a worthy goal worth going after. James Allen once said, The heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. Goals Wikipedia articles do a great job of defining, explaining, and categorizing various types of goals. To sum them up in a meaningful compilation, a goal is a desired result that an animal or a system envisions, plans, and commits to achieve. A personal or organizational desired endpoint in some sort of assumed development. Many people endeavor to reach goals with a finite time by setting deadlines. It is roughly similar to purpose or aim. The anticipated result which guides reaction or an end, which is an object, either a physical objector or abstract object that has intrinsic value. Goal setting ideally involves establishing specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-targeted objectives. Work on the goal setting theory suggests that it can serve as an effective tool for making progress by ensuring that participants have a clear awareness of what they must do to achieve or help achieve an objective. Goal setting theory was developed by Edwin A. Locke in the 1960s. His first article on goal setting theory was Toward a Theory of Task Motivation and Incentives, which was published in 1968. On a personal level, the process of setting goals allows people to specify and then work towards their own objectives, most commonly financial or career-based goals. Goal setting comprises a major component of personal development. A goal can be long-term or short-term. Short-term goals expect accomplishment in a short period of time, such as trying to get a bill paid in the next few days. The definition of a short-term goal need not relate to any specific length of time. In other words, one may achieve, or fail to achieve, a short-term goal in a day, week, month, year, etc. The time frame for a short-term goal relates to its context in the overall timeline that it is being applied to. For instance, one could measure a goal for a month-long project in days whereas one might measure a short-term goal for someone's lifetime in months or in years. Planners usually define short-term goals in relation to a long-term goal or goals. Individuals can set personal goals. A student may set a goal of a high mark in an exam. An athlete might run five miles a day. A traveler might try to reach a destination city within three hours. Financial goals are a common example to save for retirement, or to say for a purchase. Managing goals can give returns in all areas of personal life. Knowing precisely what one wants to achieve makes clear what to concentrate and improve on, and often subconsciously prioritizes that goal. Goal setting and planning, or goal work, promotes long-term vision and short-term motivation. It focuses intention, desire, acquisition of knowledge, and helps to organize resources. 
Efficient goal work includes recognizing and resolving all guilt, inner conflict, or limiting belief that might cause one to sabotage one's effort. By setting clearly defined goals, one can subsequently measure and take pride in the achievement of those goals. One can see progress in what might have seemed a long, perhaps impossible grind. Achieving complex and difficult goals requires focus, long-term diligence and effort. Success in any field requires foregoing excuses and justifications for poor performance or lack of adequate planning. In short, success requires emotional maturity. The measure of belief that people have in their ability to achieve a personal goal also affects that achievement. Long-term achievements rely on short-term achievements. Emotional control over the small moments of the single day makes a big difference in the long term. There has been a lot of research conducted looking at the link between achieving desired goals, changes to self-efficacy and integrity, and ultimately changes to subjective well-being. Goal efficacy refers to how likely an individual is to succeed in achieving their goal. Goal integrity refers to how consistent one's goals are with core aspects of the self. Research has shown that a focus on goal efficacy is associated with the well-being factor, happiness, or subjective well-being. And goal integrity is associated with the well-being factor. Multiple studies have shown the link between achieving long-term goals and changes in subjective well-being, with most research showing that achieving goals that hold personal meaning to an individual increases feelings of subjective well-being. All right. Now, as usual, please do check out my artist profile on Spotify. Follow and let me know what you think. I look forward to hanging out with you again. Love you guys.